Hi, welcome back to the only real cure to borderline personality disorder podcast. I'm the creator and host Shamala Del Rosario and I'm really happy to have you here. I'm still recording this directly onto my phone as this is really um, still new to me and so I, I still want to continue to see how this podcasting goes for me. So firstly, let's get the disclaimer out of the way before I move on to talk about today's um, topic. So just to be clear, these are my personal experiences that I'm sharing. I'm not qualified in any field of medical or emotional health. So anybody that chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. Now, I strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and The Last Symptom Podcasts. Okay, but um, before I'm accused of any plagiarism, let me just explain that the lastsymptom.com is a free resource that I've had and continue to have the privilege of learning from. And so I'll frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, if you think about it, my recovery is based on his approach, so it makes perfect sense that I will um, mention him throughout. So let's move on to today's topic. So what I'm going to call it today is spot the difference and that is shame, guilt and regret. Okay, so living with borderline personality disorder, it does cause us to feel constant shame. Sometimes we call it guilt. But do you really know the difference? Have you ever really dug down to see? The understanding of what the actual differences are. There was actually a game changer for me, and I really, really hope that um, that it is for you too. But where did I get this gem, I hear you asking? Well, come on, I mean, you should know me by now. Yep, yeah, it was from Brian Barnett. So for a full tutorial, I'd advise that you listen to The Last Symptom Podcast, Season 1, Episode 37, and you'll get a full um, understanding. But let me briefly break it down for you in the way that Brian broke it down for, for me. Most people change the term shame and guilt interchangeably, never really considering the the subtle differences. I know that I didn't. But why does something so simple matter? Well, it does matter. And if you can get an understanding of this, you can really start to make some absolutely serious progress. Okay, here we go. And these are in Brian's own words. Guilt says, I did something shitty. Shame says, I am a piece of shit. So guilt is always healthy and it's always constructive. Shame is never healthy and never constructive. Now guilt says what I did was wrong. And this motivates me to do better next time. But shame says, I myself am what is wrong, which is why I'm able to work that way. I'm inherently defective. Why even try? No matter what I do, it won't change the fact that I am a piece of shit. A piece of shit that does good deeds is still a piece of shit. Now, pay attention. Have you been getting the idea of guilt and shame mixed up? Have you been dragging around what you thought was guilt, but in reality, it's shame? But think about it. Things are even worse still. 
because the reason that you feel this shame is because you yourself are actually cruelly judgmental and critical of your own self for your feelings which were never good or bad right or wrong to begin with so let's think of a piece of shit a turd so no matter what you do with it it's always going to be a turd you can put it in an ice cream bowl top it off with whipped cream even stick a spoon in it and guess what it's still a turd a piece of shit nothing can change this because nothing can change something that simply is what it is. How often do you actually catch yourself thinking how disgusting you are? Maybe disgusted with yourself for being tired when the alarms, alarm clock has gone off. Accusing yourself of being a lazy piece of shit. Because you've slept, but you're still tired. Thinking back thoughts about yourself is a red flag. You've really, you've got to dump that shame. It's a lie. It's the perspective that needs changing, only slightly, but it's not you and it's not your feelings. So pay attention to your thinking about yourself. Now, if you do have borderline personality disorder, you'll have constant critical self-talk playing in the background. But look out for each negative thought. This is why you feel bad about yourself listening to that constant, spiteful, hateful voice. How often do you call yourself stupid? All of this is shame. And honestly, the quicker that you can convert any shame to guilt, the happier you're going to be. Dump the rest. It's fake. It really is. So, I hear you ask, how do you actually convert that shame to guilt? Look at the facts. Not what your distortion of reality. Don't look at your distortion of reality. So for example, I'm late for a job interview because I've overslept. Now that inner shameful critic is now accusing me of being an absolute waste of space. Well, you couldn't even do that right. And that typical borderline personality disorder, negative self-talk gets louder and louder. Now, did you spot the red flag? Thinking bad about yourself, there's the red flag. So you need to convert that shame to guilt. Now remember, guilt is always, always constructive. So now I can take responsibility for oversleeping by ensuring that next time I will set my alarm and not snooze it. Maybe I'll prepare my clothes, the paperwork, etc. the night before and leave home earlier to ensure punctuality. Did you, did you see that? Guilt is constructive. If it's making you think actual bad about yourself, bad thoughts about yourself, that is shame and it's got to go. So you dump it. And now, regret is where guilt should naturally take us. In my experience, you can't convert shame to regret without having um, gone through guilt. And uh, let me explain on that. Now, guilt says I did something wrong or I did something shitty. You've got to do better. So to improve before you can truly regret something, 
you've got to have done something better. You've got to have changed it. So you have to experience that guilt. After all, regret simply means if I had the chance to do it again, I would do it differently. Okay. And so I'd like to close um, this podcast with a poem by Douglas Mallock, Good Timber. The, the tree that never had to fight the sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain. Never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain a farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease, the stronger wind, the stronger trees, the further sky, the greater length, the more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both, and they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife. This is the common law of life. Isn't that just beautiful? Well, that's it from me. So I hope you have a fabulous week. I'd really, really like your feedback. So please do get in touch with me and let me know what you think. And as Oscar Wilde would say, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Okay, speak soon. Bye.